Today's guest is millennial millionaire Daniel Alley, and he talks about how to become a millionaire and much, much more. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. And today I have another special guest for you on the podcast, and his name is Daniel Alley. And I'm really excited to have Daniel on. You know, I've been following him on LinkedIn. You know, I've been reading his blog posts and just checking out the amazing things that he's doing in the world at such a young age. And I'm just really excited to bring him on so he can share his story about what he's doing to fulfill life's yearnings. So without further ado, Daniel, thanks for coming on the podcast today. And how are you doing? Blake, I'm doing phenomenal. It's good to be on here. And um it's the start of a good new year. We have already a week that's been accomplished, and I'm looking forward to 51 more. Absolutely. You know, I like that you, you know, started off that way. And just for starters, before we actually get into the show, you know, mentioning that it's a, a brand new year, I'm actually working towards my first goal, which is 100 people on the podcast by April 9th. So that's my 100-day goal. So, so you're the first one of the new year going to be a great one and, and just going from there Daniel can you talk about you know who you are and what it is that you do because the main thing that stuck out in my mind when I started following you know your work is that you call yourself the millennial millionaire yeah I make millionaires I, I help people get into the highest tax bracket and for those who want to know what the highest tax bracket is it's 39 and a half percent um, obviously, the price rates changes, but those who are really serious about acquiring wealth have to know the philosophy behind it. Um, usually, Blake, when most people think about becoming millionaires, what they really want is to spend a million dollars. They don't necessarily want to earn a million dollars. And so I teach them the philosophy that goes behind what it really takes to accomplish the wealth of their dreams. And wealth, of course, is more than money. It's about happiness, fulfillment. Um, about having relationships and so much more, of course. So I show people how to you know, make their dreams happen, how to start and run their businesses and really absorb all the natural blessings that are available to them. And that is awesome. And just for starters, can you also talk about what, what's your personal story? How, how do you get to become this person who, who helps millennials become millionaires? What's your background? Yeah, it's simple. So basically, I grew up in the Bronx, New York. And, you know, eventually what I realized was that I had to change my ways. But I didn't really know how to do that. Because when I came to Pennsylvania at the age of 12, I lived in suburbia. And um, of course, in suburbia, I had to change the way I understood myself and the world in which I lived. And eventually what happened was that I rebelled. Um, I ended up using drugs from the age of 13 to the age of almost 21, so seven plus years. And I was broke, busted, and disgusted, confused about where I was going. Um, by the time I was 21, I had 40 different jobs. Um, I went to school, but I failed in many classes. 
And eventually I realized that I had to change. But the only problem, Blake, was that I didn't know how. And one day I picked up the Bible and I started reading um, the Gospel of Mark. And instantly I started believing in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it helped me to realize um, my fulfillment and help me reach those goals that I really believed that was in for me. Um, so what I did at that moment at 21 was I started to read books um, endlessly. And as I you know, read book after book, I started to refine my own philosophy, reach out to people, and ask a lot of questions in my own personal and professional life. And by the age of 24, I worked so hard on myself that my professional goals took care of themselves. And at the age of 24, I became a millionaire. That's incredible. So thank you for sharing that. And how old are you right now? I am approaching 26. All right. So I'm actually 24 right now. So that, that's incredible to hear that story. And, and just to dig a little bit deeper into that, as, as a millennial, when, when you started realizing that, that there had to become a change in your life and, and there was more that you wanted, how, how did that process work for you? you know, did you get guidance along the way or was this like you just you know, put the boots to the ground and you just started figuring out whatever it was that you had to do to get to the level that you're at now? Well, both. Um, that's a great question because what I realized is that, um, well, when I was growing up, I must say that I used to think that adults were much smarter than me. And then I grew up and I realized that they weren't. Um, so I was searching for mentors relentlessly and I would ask questions and search for answers, but it seemed to no avail. Um, a lot of the people that I was asking for help wasn't really the kind of people that, you know, could help me. And, uh, I would ask and ask, and then I just, I decided that it was time to grind. It was time to throw in the hustle and the muscle. And so I started working on my craft, which was speaking, public speaking at first. And then of course I started writing, started writing articles and speech after speech, um, article after article, I became so good at what I did as I started to talk to so many people and develop my own business, which um, is Dignified Designs. And I have two businesses, The Alleyway, um, where we consult with businesses and help them build their brands. And as I started to develop my business, um, I started to get serious about myself and I hired a coach who helped me skyrocket my results. Because he showed me um, basically the things that I didn't know I didn't know about business. So that was instrumental in my development. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, so for you, and I'm sure like the people listening in that at some point, you began to realize that, that it wasn't, you know, it, it's important to rely on others. But, but in order to get to where you wanted to, you had to really you know, depend on yourself to, to go out and, and make these things happen, not have someone else go out there and do them for you. And, and, and saying that, I do want to mention that I did see, you know, what, what your tagline says, blessed and highly favored. And, and that's, I'm sure you know who Les Brown is. Of course. And, and, and so that reminded me of what he always says. And actually I've been listening to him for like the past couple of days he has a, a audio. Choose your, uh, choose your future. When he talks about the, 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 the six steps that have to have to be in play in order for you to get to that next level, which was you know the first lesson was it's possible. You know, it start starting there says if you say it's possible that you can achieve what it was that you wanted to do. So for you, that was you know being able to become 
financially independent and start these businesses and be able to go out and, and encourage other people to do their dreams. And then the, the number two lesson was it's necessary to to do these things. And, and from hearing your story so far, it sounds like from your past, you felt it was necessary to make these things happen and to create a, bre- a better future for yourself. And then three was it's on you. You know, no one else can do it. And you had to put in the work. And I'm sure you've been working hard, you know, for a long time to make sure that these things are now in play for you. And then four, you know, if it's hard, then you got to do it hard. The fifth one is it's worth it. And of course, you know, what you're doing is worth it. And then the sixth lesson is that it is done. So so me reflecting on those and, and you knowing, you know, who you are has has this journey for you, you know, been one that's been worth it and you feel, you know, fulfilled by it? Is this something that's waking you up in the morning and you're just ready to get going and to continue to achieve your goals? You know, Blake, I, I want to tell you that um, it certainly has because what I've been able to accomplish is I've reached millions of people um, with, my, with my work and my articles, my speeches, um, everything I've done. And to see hundreds of emails every day I wake up is one of the greatest blessings I can ever have. I mean, these people write me from all over the world, um, South Africa, Singapore, Dubai, um, all different countries, explaining their stories, asking for help, showing me, validating me on the point that they all are looking for truth. And that's really what all my work is all about, Um, my books. Um, I've written three books. I'm, I'm actually writing my third one right now about um, personal finances. But they, everyone wants to know, what is the truth? What, what are they looking for? And, um, you know, I, I guess the, the only way I could really describe it as I was growing up in my path of becoming a millionaire was I, I began to ask this question and it changed my life. It absolutely revolutionized my soul. The question is this, how do I deliver more value to more people in the fastest way possible. So basically, let me break this question down. Um, How do I deliver more value? It means, how do I become better at what I do? How do I become more proficient, more skilled? Um, How do I add to more people? How do I reach out to more people? We all average average 27 people that we reach per day, directly or indirectly. And then how do we do it in the fastest way possible? How do we do it in six hours instead of six days? How do we get these results as fast as possible? Or in other words, the question could also be defined as how do I become better at what I do um, by increasing my quality and quantity of service? Because your level of service is basically synonymous with your wealth. And my house, I live in a mansion is the sum total of my total contribution to society. And really, uh, my wealth speaks for itself. All people have wealth because of how much they've really given back to society. Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm very fortunate. I'm very fulfilled in what I do. And I'm eternally grateful for being able to reach people with my work at this age, at this time, Um, especially with the background that I've been given. I feel really, really blessed. And I'm always challenged to take my life and others to the next level. Now, that's awesome. So thank you for sharing that. And you mentioned a couple of things. 
in there, and I just want to repeat what you said, just so everyone can catch it. You said, you know, how do I provide more value to more people in the fastest way possible? And and I think that is probably a question people aren't asking themselves. It's probably along the lines of what what can people do for me and, and what, what can I get from them? Why, why was that such an important factor for you? And what was that, that switch that went on in your mind that said, this is the way I should be thinking as opposed to saying, you know, what can I take from others um, to, to get what I want in life? I mean, so obviously that's a really great question because I grew up in a poverty mentality which um, made me think that when I was growing up that everyone had to, you know, hand me my, my life. Um, and honestly, I remember living in a basement in New York City and wishing that a millionaire would knock on my door, um, hoping that they would have the money, the means, uh, the food that I wanted because we were, eat- we were used to eating Raymond noodles and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you know. And um, deep down inside, I knew that life could always be better. Um, I just didn't know how to make it happen. And what what eventually happened was as I grew up, I began to ask another question that made me realize what that first question was all about. This other question um, is really simple. It's how would the person I would like to be do the things that I'm about to do? And my goal was to become a millionaire by the age of 40. (laughs) And, And I thought, hey, 40 is a long time. I'd be able to figure out by then. Well, little did I know that I'd be able to accomplish it in three years um, instead of, you know, 17 years or so. Um, and the, the question, how would I, how would the person I would like to be do the things I would like to do basically requires you to walk, talk, act, think, and move like the person you want to be. Um, another thing I would say is that, I mean, I remember one day I was, I was reading the dictionary and I ran into a word that really, really um, impacted me. And the word was um, audacious. And I learned that to act like the person I want to be, I have to be audacious. Because when I'm audacious, what happens is that I'm, I'm being bold. I'm taking initiative. I'm getting outside of my comfort zone. I'm doing the things I'm afraid to do. I'm becoming myself. And that's what really what success is all about. And when you're audacious, you automatically become contagious because people start to believe in you. They start to fly towards your direction. They start to absorb your ideas and start to believe in you. And then once you're contagious, you decide to step your game up because so many people have approved you that you want to become better as a social responsibility to them. And so you become tenacious. You step your game up. You start believing even more because when you believe in yourself, you'll find that everybody else will believe in you and you just turn it up on fire. Um, the, the old preacher said that if you set yourself on fire, people will come and watch you burn. And so that's basically what my first speech was about. I mean, um, ACT is how to act like a leader, audacious, contagious, and tenacious. And once you're able to act like the person you want to become, there's no stopping. You're unlimited. You can do anything in the world because you believe in yourself. That's awesome. So thank you for sharing that, Daniel. And, and, and going from there, you know, being audacious, you have those two questions that you asked yourself. And now here you are as someone who is providing enormous value, you know, especially for even coming on the podcast uh, to share your story. 
with us. For you to be in the position that you're in now, what do you say, you know, to people it is that you do when you're doing your your speeches or you're going out and and starting these new business ventures that you're working in and 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 with you being audacious, what typically is their response and how do you move through it if if you get, you know, pushback from them? Well, people, I mean, the first thing people do if it's negative is they create excuses. Um, and I could, I mean, Blake, I can go through a list of excuses people make. Um, and I'll just keep it really general. Um, a lot of people say they're too old. People say they don't have the health. Of course, the number one thing is people say they don't have the money. Um, but I believe that when the mind is ready, the money will come. Um, or when the man is ready, the money will come. Either way. Um, people blame their parents. They blame their environment. They blame schooling. Uh, they blame the lack of technology. I don't know how they can, but they do. Um, and people, for some reason, create excuses that you can't even beat. So what I've learned is that if I get negative feedback, I mean, I would address the problem. But naturally, you can't really try to push people into doing things that they don't, they're, not, they're not purposed for. And I've tried to do that for a long time. I've tried to help people. I've seen the potential in people, good-looking people, strong people, people with the credentials and even the experience. But they just they don't know how to put it all together. And because they don't, they start creating excuses. And, and if they don't create excuses, I try to help them. Um, and usually what, what, they, what I find is that if they're willing to be helped, you know, if they're willing to learn, they're going to take notes. They're going to take action. And they're going to be able to do the things that I recommend. I mean, I'm the master coach. I help people to realize their full potential by actually giving them the action steps, the goals, the plans, the destination to make them um, activate themselves so that they can act like the person they want to be so they can get on fire because let's face it there's a lot of people that are about to quit they they want to give up they're on the last straw I have so many people writing me saying they're stuck in a cubicle um, single single moms with two or three kids they can't afford anything um, people in their 50s they have like a couple hundred dollars in their bank account and basically nothing in their savings and if they really, really want it, I mean, I can go through a broad variety of scenarios. If they really want it, they're going to be fed. There's a feast waiting for all of us. And we live in a land of the abundant opportunity. In America, or if you're in another rich country, which most countries are rich, almost all of them, then you have everything you need to succeed. But you have to realize it. And once you do, you'll be the richest person on earth. That's really all it's about. You know what, Daniel? That is awesome. So thank you for sharing that as well. And and let's I want to unpack that a little bit more because when you say that you help people realize their full potential and and so as a coach or a mentor, when you're doing that with someone, what what does that process look like for for you to be in the the mentor role and as a mentee? What areas are you helping them address? Do you have a, a format that you go through um, for each person, or do you like to you know kind of curtail that to the person that you're working with? Well, Blake, that's a great question. I, I mean, the only way I can really describe it is um, there's a lot. There's a lot that I teach. Um, the first thing a person has to do. If they're serious, I mean really serious, about taking their life to the next level, is first by making a decision. 
you have to make a decision. If this podcast could not have been started without a decision being made, um, no car would have been invented if a person didn't decide that they were either frustrated or happy um, of the predicament and, and creating a car that was able to manifest itself. Um, you have to make a decision. Um, I made a decision to step my life up. Now, like I said before, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know the skills you need, the sales, marketing, the communication, the leadership skills, um, all those skills that, that come along with it. People want to learn all the little things, but they never really make a decision to move forward in their dreams. So once you decide, the first thing I do is I help you commit to that decision. And when I say commit, you have to create a plan around it. So let's say it's January uh, 8th right now, um, 2016. Well, a, a person needs 51 weeks um, of, of, of goals, of ideas in which they can accomplish. So I help people um, customize their own goals so that they can work around it and help themselves to realize that it is truly possible for them to you know, hit these benchmarks um, and accomplish their goals as they go along. So they decide, they commit, and then, of course, they take action. And once a person starts to act on their dream by being audacious, they become contagious, and they step it up and become tenacious. And that's really what the name of the game is all about. That's incredible, Daniel. So that, that makes a lot of sense to me because you're right. You know, we we all have the, the, the ability to make that decision. But as you were saying, the, the difference is, is those who actually commit to it and be audacious enough to go out there and make it happen. And, and I do want to point out one thing that I thought was very important, what you were saying there about not knowing what you don't know. And and that seems to be, especially here we are in the new year, 2016, January 8th, that seems to be the thing that prevents people from moving forward, saying they got to have everything figured out. They got to have all the research done and this, that, and the third. And those things begin to to paralyze them. You know, I've been there. I'm sure other people out there have been there that are now, you know, fulfilling their passions and doing what it is that they want to do. What is it that you say to people or even to yourself that helps you move through that uncomfortability of not of not having all the ducks laid out in a row before you jump and start making, you know, decisions and taking action on what it is you want to do? Well, you know, Blake, I'm going to give you an answer that most people don't really know about. Um, the answer is simple. I mean, you have to be angry. You have to be angry. Anger is an emotion that we all face. And what we do with that anger is what really makes or break us. Um, breaks us. So, I mean, look, if someone's angry, usually what they do is they don't understand um, where that anger is coming from. So they suppress it. And when they suppress it, um, they end up um, violating themselves by doing things that they don't really believe in. Um, and the Christians call it sinning. You know, you know, people look at um, porn, they, um, they start, uh, you know, cursing, lying, cheating, stealing, um, overeating, things like that, right? And they neglect responsibilities because they don't understand what it is that's making them angry. But conversely, if you take that anger and you foster it, uh, in the capacity of helping yourself manifest into the person that you want, um, I'll give you some clear examples, uh, many examples. I was going to Penn State University, and I felt like my professors weren't teaching me the life skills that I needed, time management. 
uh, money, um, communication, relationships, uh, setting goals, making decisions, things like that. And I became so frustrated that I decided to drop out of MBA school to teach these subjects on my own. That's frustration. That's anger fostered into a positive direction. Another example is um, people in my family, they speak in such a way um, that, that doesn't articulate um, their highest ideals. And they get used to their lazy languages that I wanted to cr- create this new sense of self-expression by clearly expressing myself with the words that unleashed the, the, the heavens of my mind. And what I began to do was I started reading the dictionary every day. I started giving hundreds of speeches because I could not put up with not being able to express my ideas in verbal terms. Um, so those are two ideas. I mean, there's a lot more. Um, you know, facing empty bank accounts made me want to become rich. The anger of facing those trivialities, those um, those those opportunities helped me to foster the mindset that I cannot put up with this. I have to cut up my credit cards. I have to become wealthy so that I can reach my highest goals. So that is the real answer, I believe. And once you mix that anger with love, that becomes passion. In fact, um, the formula is anger plus love equals passion. And really, that's where my passion comes from. That's where all passion comes from. You know, Dan, that, that's incredible. So thank you again for sharing that as well. And, you know, that, that does make a lot of sense to me. And just to, to, to break it down and how I was hearing it is that when you have that, that anger and that love, it, it's going to propel you to, to not to, uh, to get out of your own way to go out there and make those things happen. And, and I like how you referred to, to, to the message that you were receiving in church and then also wanting to be able to express the ideas you know, from your mind and through reading the dictionary. And that was one thing that stuck out to me when you were saying that, is that when, when I was in Maryland visiting family and, and we attended their church, there was one thing... That, that made me smile when you talked about when you dropped out of your MBA program. And it was that the, the, the pastor said, you know what? You know, I'm up here doing what I'm doing. And there's, and there's pe- people out there in the audience that are probably mumbling, saying things. You know, this could be better. That could be better. But all they were doing was just mumbling and saying this could be something or pointing the finger at someone else for trying to make things better and not doing anything about it. So I, so I really love that you were saying that that anger and love equals passion because when there's something that you don't like and there's something that you want to change or you seek that can be done better, the only way to make it better if no one else is doing it is for you to go out there and do it yourself. So, so that really resonated with me. So thanks for sharing that. And so, Daniel, here you are you know, fulfilling your passions. And as you were saying, going around and reaching millions of people on a daily basis and helping them become their best self. What, what's next for you as far as your goals? And, and are you still using people to help you accountable? And, and does that role kind of continue or do you foresee it continuing as you continue to move forward with your development as well? 
Hey, that's a good question. Let me um, let me go back a little bit to the anger plus passion equals love, and then I'll answer your question. Um, because the point of anger uh, plus passion is first you get frustrated, and then um, sorry, the anger plus love equals passion. You get frustrated, the anger, right? Um, it allows you to love people. Like you get angry at a situation, a circumstance, and then the love for people forces you to have passion in the thing that you want, the vehicle that will help you to manifest success. And that's where your passion is developed. Um, now, to answer your question, um, I would say, I mean, there, there's a lot of goals in which I would like to accomplish. Um, there, there's a lot of people who are able to help me accomplish them too. Um, as, as I progress, as I progress, I find a lot of people are more willing to help me um, because they, they see, they see I'm on Entrepreneur Magazine. They see I'm on Time Magazine, uh, Fortune, Forbes. I mean, it's unlimited. Business Insider, Yahoo. And they realize that. I mean, if, if a person, um, if they understand success, they're going to know that a person that is already successful will help them if you know they reach out. So usually when you get to higher level, as you progress, uh, people are more helpful. I mean, the games, the games that people play do get trickier. But you have to be discerning, you have to be wise, and you have to play the game accordingly. Um, but I would say, yes, I, I utilize a coach. I have a mastermind, um, accountants, lawyers, I mean, all kinds of people put in place that are available to help me, and I help them equally. Um, and and that's, that's really what wealth is all about, is distributing ideas, is utilizing experts, it's being able to create resources for people um, and I believe that I have what it takes to help every single person on this world. I mean, whether it's giving them encouragement or giving them solutions or finding them um, an opportunity to uh, go into some kind of business or even making, um, you know, love back to their family. I mean, there's so many ways that I can help people. But of course, they first have to know what they want. Um, and, and they help me, too, by their constant encouragement, by their support. Um, and by whatever means necessary uh, to help me reach my goals. So, I mean, you're helping. Everyone's helping. The listeners here, they're they're contributing. Um, everyone here is helping each other in the the biggest way possible, and we just have to realize that. That's awesome, Daniel. So, thank you for clarifying that as well. And as we round down here uh today's show i just want to thank you and and commend you for for taking the time to come on and and really just to to break down where your life started at and and what you're doing now and you know sometimes the 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 question could be you know how you are doing these things but but i think essentially from from hearing what you're saying that the how becomes less important it's really I feel the why behind it because every person is going to be able to do things differently, whether that's, you know, essentially you're reaching out to people and, and being audacious and, and making these things happen by, by putting yourself out there, getting out of that comfort zone. And that's always going to be the how, whether that's to me when you're going to get speeches or you're writing the articles or you're meeting new people. It's just always about presenting yourself like you said that question you asked yourself how can you provide the most value to the most people in the fastest way so so i'll answer that one for you that's that's how you're doing these things you know you're just being audacious and putting yourself out there so for the listeners that's 
that's how you do it. It's it really comes down to, to to as Daniel was saying, using that anger plus love to to really involve yourself in that passion and and to to go out there and make these things happen. Now, I, I do want to ask you though, Daniel, am I interpreting that way correctly when I answer that for how you're doing it? Yeah, of course. I mean. The number one thing that you have to do is ask yourself questions. Most people, they just provide assumptions. They make answers. And usually they conform to the answers that society gives them. Uh, and so what I would say is um, the biggest thing is to, to ask yourself questions. Um, don't, don't, don't like assume that you know what success is all about. We, we don't always know. We have to find out. Um, don't answer your questions, but question your answers. Um, don't like try to assume that you have this all figured out, that you, you know what steps are, are going to be made and you know how the rest of the year is going to play out. We don't know. Nobody knows. Um, only God knows what we're going to do. And the, the fact is that every day we have to ask ourselves intelligent questions and be guided by them. And we have to research. Um, we have to dig deep in who we are. And, you know, we have to journal every day. We have to reflect and make notes and um, use this feedback that we get from people and places and, you know, circumstances and ask ourselves, how could we make ourselves better? Um, why would we make ourselves better? Um, and, you know, everyone has different reasons. But um, I would say just believe in yourself and keep going. Be consistent. Let no one beat you in consistency and keep going. And eventually what you'll find is that most people, they don't have that tenacious spirit that keeps them going. And if you do, you'll eventually become successful. It doesn't matter how bad you start. Um, I, mean, I, mean, I remember giving my first speech and I stood up. My mind sat back down. People were laughing at me. Um, but I got so angry at myself and I loved the situation. And um, I just became passionate about becoming a better speaker. And success begets success. And one thing led to another. And here I am, the millionaire millennial, helping people to believe in themselves, reaching millions and showing the world really who they can become. So let that be a reflection upon you for those who are listening and those who really want to grow. That's awesome, Daniel. So thank you again for sharing that as well. And, and really quickly, where where can we find you to check out your works, uh, the, the books that you have and, and the one that you're currently doing? Where, where can we go to, to stay connected with you? www.danielally.com. My last name is spelled A-L-L-Y, danielally.com. And um, I have two books that I wrote. Um, so far, I'm writing my third one about money. Um, but my first one is You Are the Boss. My second one is The Winner's Lifestyle. They're very motivational. They help you. They're hands-on. They're like manuals for success. Um, but one thing I wanted to point out is that I want everyone to write me, whoever hears this, and let me know what's the, you know, the best piece of advice they've gotten. Um, and also, when you go onto my website, you'll see an audio program called The Ultimate Advantage. Um, it's six hours of me. I mean, right now, you're only getting about 20 minutes of me. But six hours of my best work. Um, in this audio program and I'll sign a copy. I'll send it to you. I'll make sure you get it and uh, we can have a phone call too and talk about how you can achieve your goals in your life. That's awesome, Daniel. Thank you for sharing those. Again, everything that Daniel was saying, his books, the resources, his website, those will all be in the blog 
uh, at Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. And so I'll make sure I'll attach all of those so you can stay connected with Daniel and, and continue to feed your mind with the incredible value that he provides. And Daniel, before we get out of here, the question I always like to end with is, what is your definition of fulfilling life's yearnings? That is one of the greatest questions a person can ask is, um, what is, how do you fulfill your life yearning? I mean, the best way I can describe it is to become yourself. And most people, um, they struggle with this because they're trying to be like what other people want them to be like. And the fact is that if you're trying to be like everyone else, who's going to be you? So stop conforming, start performing. Don't believe the lies that people have told you. Don't think you have to go to school to be successful. I mean, some people do, but not all people. Don't believe that you're inadequate or you're not smart enough or that you'll never make it. Um, believe in yourself and everybody else will believe in you. Become your best self by following people that you admire that will help you get to the highest level and start to trust God more, have faith. If you feed your faith, your fears will starve to death. If you believe in yourself, everybody else will believe in you. And that is what fulfilling life's yearnings is all about. Incredible, Daniel. Thank you. Awesome value that you provided today on fulfilling life's yearnings. And I'm really excited to see what things you have coming up next. And I want to say that from here on out, you have a fan. You know, I'm sold on everything that it is that you're doing. And I just appreciate you taking the time out to come on and shed some of your wisdom with us today. Thank you so much, Blake. And I want all your listeners to know that um, they will become successful. This is going to be their best year ever. And if they're able to be audacious, contagious, and tenacious and believe in themselves, then they're going to find incredible success awaiting them. So thank you. All right, Daniel. Really appreciate it and talk to you soon. You too, Blake. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams.